You're listening to episode number 308 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early in, let's be honest, exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. I am telling you and the listeners at the exact same time that I'm going to be unavailable the weekend of October 11th because my wife and I are going out to New York City for the Food Channel's Food and Wine Festival. Really? We are. There's there's a funny little backstory to that if you if you're interested. Well, no, I, I, really. there, I am interested, but I'm no. just more surprised that you decided to go to New York City instead of coming here to Las Vegas no. when they're having the exact same one, exact same festival here in Vegas, which yeah, I am going to. But that's okay. Go ahead, and it, I'd, I'd love the backstory of why you picked New York over Vegas. Go ahead. One of the things I love most about my wife is she'll get super excited about something, and so she will traditionally reserve stuff not really thinking a whole lot of it and then if it works out great and if it doesn't you know she winds up canceling yeah unbeknownst to her she reserved a hotel room for three nights in new york city it was a (laughs) non-refundable hotel room (laughs) okay well so (laughs) when you're a dink which is double income Income, no no kids kids. Mm mm-hmm you you decide you know what let's throw good money after bad <laughs> if we can't well, get if our we've hotel got a room, room cost back what can we, we do while well we're there pile on. exactly <laughs> that's awesome so so i apologize kids in like you know 10 weeks from now or thereabouts i, I i'm not going to be on the show so well and it's awesome so maybe maybe tony you and i should do like a recap afterwards cuz i think Lacey and i um, have tickets and are going to the same event here in vegas and i think it's october 24th which would make sense. Cause that makes sense. Yep. Like two weeks after yours. Two weeks later. So, yeah, I think that could be fun. If you're going to the one in New York, you're probably going to have way more celebrity chefs out there than we're going to have. But it would be fun maybe to do a, a follow-up little little tidbit of what did you think and what did we think and all that kind of fun stuff. Well, I'll tell you what's super fun about this, Karen, it, it, particularly as you relate it to me going to New York and you doing the, the Vegas location, is to say that Jen and I, whether coincidentally or this is just how influential Vegas and the foodie scene is in Vegas, I 
I can tell you right now we're going to – so what's what's interesting for listeners that don't give a you know poop, you can fast forward through this. But for those that are, are <laughs> interested, this is something that's super cool. Not only do you have the grand tasting event, which is its own event, but then you can add on these additional seminars or classes or whatever you want to call them. Right. So we've got um, an event that we're going to – that's being hosted by Robert Irvine, which, if you oh, guys remember, yeah, is your wife's boyfriend. Yep. Yep. Well, and we ate there yep. during Vegas vacation we did. six, I think. Um, there's a Giada pasta event that we're going to, which, oh. again, she's got her own location. Yeah. Uh, we're going to the two that we're going to that aren't in Vegas yet is one by Ann Burrell and one by uh, Alex Garnicelli. Oh, so, nice. but. The point being, though, is, is that it's just it's so, so cool because these places in Vegas, these celebrity chefs want to have a location in Vegas because they're missing out on really good money. Right. Otherwise, but not having a place for the record, neither Robert Irvine or Giada are going to be at the Las Vegas festival. So no kidding, really? Yeah. If you oh, look surprises me since it, they've got a Vegas location. But if you look up the, the difference in the celebrity chefs like New York, L.A., um, Chicago and I think someplace in Florida have the bulk of them, and now Vegas is surprisingly none. Of, I mean, they've got some really you know good name chefs or some really good chefs, but not not those names. So, hmm, that surprises me. Okay, I, we, because I I will go to a Vegas culinary event. I guarantee you, you don't have to twist my arm, kids. Okay, and we need to move on because Mark is I know, so bored. I, know. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. By the way, before you know how you totally get with sports on, ball. That's how Mark gets with food. That's fair enough. You know what, Mark? You can you can suck it up for 15 more seconds Why I say I'd like to thank <laughs> Adam from the Travel Fanboy Podcast. He is sponsoring tonight's Old Forester 1910 Old Fine Whiskey Bourbon that is sitting in front of me, and I will be enjoying all evening. Uh-oh. <laughs> now we're in trouble. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. When receiving tips from players... The reason so many casino dealers often loudly thank the player is to encourage other players around them to do the same. Tips account for 75 to 85% of dealer income. We got that from at Vital Vegas. Holy shit. That's, that that that's, seems excessive. Yeah, obnoxious. That's so fucking dumb. I, I really hope that they pass a fucking minimum wage of $15 so we can get rid of this slave tip fucking well, scenario how, we got going here. Wait, how can dealers... Because you, you have to have, like, specialized training to do that. It's not like a server where you go in and you don't have to have specialized training to be a server. Like, to be a dealer, you have to have specialized training. So how are you making less than minimum wage? Oh, I don't, I don't know if you are. Oh. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's, if that's the situation that okay. they're in. I just I saw tips, and it reminds me. And I'm not going to get into it. Anybody wants to do just the slightest amount of wiki research on the origins of tipping yeah. uh, in America... It will disgust you, yeah. and it will it will make you uncomfortable every time you're in a situation where you have to tip. I'm going to give you a hint: slaves. <laughs> <laughs> may I may I give a counterpoint? Sure. I was a blackjack dealer at the Blue Chip Casino oh, in Michigan right. City, Indiana, yeah, while I was a weird. undergrad student at Western Michigan University. Okay. The and this is a true statement: dealers make approximately the same per dollar amount that a server at a restaurant does approximately $2 and something, something an hour. Seriously? The theory though is, and I don't necessarily disagree with this. The theory is you come as a gambler and you want to be entertained. So the gambling is the entertainment and the dealer should be a part 
of that entertainment notion. So if you're having, and, and, and I get the part that you're like, well, hang on, if I'm having a terrible string of bad luck, I'm less inclined to tip. I get that. I respect that. But it's why so many times when dealers say, when you win, I win, that is an absolute true statement because when you win, you want to tip more. And so I want to be a, a jovial blackjack dealer. I want to, I want you to have a good time when, listen, when I have a a six up and I flip over a 10 as a dealer, I'm screaming, come on, 10, come on, 10, because that means I'm going to bust out and everybody wins. Right. right? And and so I'm cheering with you because when you've got tips on the table, I want to pull that 10 card just as much as you want to see the 10 card. So as opposed to other dealers where they don't talk to you, they deal so fucking fast. And I'll tell you something, listeners at home, the best way to ensure that your dealer hates you is if they're dealing so fast, you're getting three times as many hands in, in an hour, because it should be a a traditional, almost methodic, the thump, the thump, the thump, the thump. That's the sound of the card being dealt out of the shoe and being placed in front of you. It should be very methodical. It should be very um, uh, repetitious. When you're just hearing thip, 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 that's the sound of me just dealing as fast as I can because there's somebody at your table that I hate and I just want to deal the cards as fast as I can because I know the faster <laughs> I deal those cards, the more you're going to lose per hour. So it's just, it's it's this does not surprise but, me that well, Vital Vegas says it's I'm, I'm still honestly disturbed by the fact that a dealer who has to have a skill set to be able to deal cards and do the math in your head is still making the same as any server that walks off the street that only has to be able to write it down, tell the kitchen, and carry it out. And I know it's more complicated than that. But, I I mean, there's... (laughs) I think it's funny that if if that is the case, my favorite dealers hate me. (laughs) (laughs) Like they're dealing as fast as you can. I'm like, oh, I love this table. This table's fantastic. <laughs> right? <laughs> Look how fast these hands are. Well, that's a great perspective, anyway, Tony. I, but thank I can you. account for this. There was a real one last quick story, and then we'll move on. I swear. There was a young lady and I. She she was at a table, like at my what I would call six o'clock, and we were given yell you know shout outs every time we got a tip. We'd like click click, and we you know we'd hit that that chip real hard on the on the box that you drop, and we go click click real hard. Tips for the dealer, and we were going back and forth, and I'd be like click click four dollars for the dealer, and she'd go click click two dollars for the dealer, and I'd be like click click three dollars for the. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to out tip the other person and the people at our table were giving money so that 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 table was the The greater tip giver (laughs) which they think they're ballers and we're like we don't give a shit how you feel you're just putting extra money in our tip box right exactly all right right, let's move on to tip pick (laughs) let's move on to twit pick of the week oh stardust how we miss thee even though your final incarnation bared no resemblance to your past, shared this week by at Wisconsin Sports 6, it still somehow managed to capture the spirit that was breathed into life in 1955. Stardust shares the honor of being one of the few properties to successfully evolve themselves into something that bears little to no resemblance to their original incarnation on the Strip to keep up with the Super Casino Revolution. Flamingo is another notable name, and an argument can be made for the frontier. Properties like Riviera, Caesars, and Sahara expanded into grown-up versions of themselves, but Stardust and Flamingo piecemealed their evolution until all that was old was replaced with the new. 
it can be stated, with no exaggeration, that the closing of the Stardust was the single largest mistake made in Vegas history, or at the very least, the biggest mistake in Boyd Gaming history. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds bold, but it's not. No. I, I mean, the Stardust could still be up and running Oh yeah. today. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Big time. Absolutely. And they would be making a shit ton of fucking money being across from uh, Encore and Win. Yeah. Oh, they'd be raking dough and people are like, I'm getting my ass kicked over here. I'm going to go over to the iconic Stardust. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. They'd be raking it in. It almost surprises me that someone, Boyd or whoever, doesn't just build something just to have something there. And then add on top of or around or replace it. I mean, I, I, I don't know, but it just it seems to me like it's in such a prime location. Again, particularly as it relates to when Encore, now that Sahara is back and Sahara is what it is, you've got the um, uh, fashion show mall and the amazing Davidoff cigar lounge there. Just it, <laughs> there's so much. I know, right? That that yeah, was totally that was that's that was gratuitous. That's the draw. That's the total draw. That was totally gratuitous for me. I'm, I'm surprised someone hasn't built something there just to have well, well, something. Well, 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 so, someone on. is. Somebody <laughs> they, is. They're by the name of Resorts World. Right. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, I mean, where are they then? Come on. They, they just capped off their fucking building. Yeah. Faster, Resorts World. <laughs> Be better. But Be considering better. how long it's been since it's been closed, and you understand why, because the recession hit, and, and I know for a fact the plans that Boyd had and the property they were buying around them, they were paying premium prices oh, yeah. prior to the recession with these grandiose plans. And it, it, there's just no way they could have done it. And then it became a whole lot of people saying, well, financially, if I buy it for this, I really can't afford to, you know, sell it at a loss and do. So there was a lot of things that happened with it, I but mean, it is. And in this day and age, if you aren't trying to, it, like if you're trying to, once again, while everybody's obsessed with the fucking high-end market, if you're trying to get anywhere near that market, it's a minimum of a billion, if not two billion. So whatever it is you paid for that land, throw two billion on top of it at, yeah. at minimum. So it's just it's just disappointing that it was torn down at all. I mean, it was a how started. I mean, I know why Stardust got torn down and not Circus Circus. It was a calculated decision. Well, the location is a huge yeah, part I of mean, it. Yeah, I mean, it's it, they it was it was sound. It was thinking. It was, um, but I, I just I, I think it was similar to it's sad the market oversaturating once again towards the high end. They were they were headed that way as well. They were listen. They were drunk off Borgata. They're like, oh my god, we fucking crushed this shit in Atlantic <laughs> City. We're gonna fucking wreck Vegas. <laughs> it's like no, it's not gonna work. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. Let's get into the news. All right, first up, and this is obviously one of the most fun, and I appreciate that whether you do this intentionally or not, you always give it to me. Let's talk about 360 Vegas Vacation 9 and how RSVP is now available to everyone. Yes. The limo to Fremont Street experience will cost you $12 a person. The 360 Whiskey Lounge will cost you $65 a person. Space is available on a first-come, first-served basis, hence the 
early bird RSVP that we had for Patreon subscribers, another perk of supporting what we do. But Vegas Vacation 9 RSVP is available to everyone now. As a reminder, it will be over Labor Day weekend, Sunday, September 1st through the 3rd. And once again, it will be North Strip centric. 360 North Strip. That's Cromwell to Mirage. Nothing else matters after <laughs> you that. You mean 360's opinion of what is North Strip? No, no. That's I'm establishing it. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm kind of a big deal now, Karen. I can draw maps. Oh, and, really? And that's, yeah. So you can rename streets like they <laughs> do can, everything else? Okay. He can census or uh, not census, uh, redistrict. Jerry Mig. <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> Jerry uh, no, Jerry. Very uh, pandering. Thank you. Jerry. That's what it is. <laughs> I got your Jerry rig. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that wasn't right, but it was the only. I knew it was Jerry something. It wasn't. It wasn't coming to me. Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> Details on the events planned are on the blog under the tab 360 Vegas Vacation. These are always a delight. Uh, I got nothing more to say. <laughs> the only thing I can I can truly add to this, and and I think you touch on it. Somewhere over oh. the rainbow. Right, I'm looking at I'm looking at the rest of the script here that you've sent me. I, I although I'm not seeing it, um, you make a, a reference to it. Let me just oh, fine. I, damn, just Tony, just get to the damn it. point. Jesus. Shit. Yeah, Even I'm annoyed with me right now. <laughs> the best part about this particular uh, trip is it's going to be if I, if Mark, I may be so bold as to say it's going to be a, a bit you know link centric. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you allude to it later on in the show, but for good reason. There's so many fun things that are happening at the link right now. You should, and I tweeted about it earlier today as well. I, I sent it, if you're not following me on, on Twitter, and you know who you are, is to say that, um, no, I, just, I kid, I, I kid. I, if folks don't out there, by the way, know, there's a website called whounfollowedme.com, oh, and you can, put in, you can put in your Twitter name, and, and handle and you can log in and you can see all the people that follow you and unfollow you. And I look at some people and by and large, most of the people that unfollow me are people that I haven't followed to begin with. They're either they're they're porn spammers or they're, you know, they're right. ball or they're just relatively they're things oh, that I would not follow back. But some of the people who I'm like, well, wait, you're you're you you're following Karen and you're following Mark and you're <laughs> you're not following, you know what? I and I did that, you unfollow them back? I do unfollow them back. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bizarre to me. I just don't give a fuck. I don't like either. who's following no, me, sure. who isn't following me, who's leaving me, whether you like the show, whether you like me, I don't fucking care. Oh, I got my oh. own fucking problems. But, no way, Mark. Here's the deal. It's it's offensive that they follow Mark and they follow Karen, but they don't follow Tony. So there's something specific about me and I almost never tweet. So <laughs> what is it about me specifically that makes you want to unfollow me? Because apparently ooh. there was the one tweet that you did. They're like, oh, no, no, nope, can't, can't do that. Yeah, I, I, I'll listen to this asshole, but I won't follow his tweets. <laughs> anyway, rate, long story short, I know too late. Uh, there's an there's a great article that I tweeted out um, under at 360 Vegas Tony about what uh, the link is doing right now to, to pull in, you know, people that are not necessarily interested in gambling. Uh, my point is come out to 360 Vegas Vacation 9, get a room at the link or Flamingo or Harris. You're going to be right in the heart of all of the fun, especially when you look at the agenda. I'm having conversations with folks, you know, off of Twitter. We're DMing, we're, we're private messaging, whatever the case might be. And um, people are really excited about this trip. And, and as far as I'm concerned, for good reason. 
Well, and it's funny because I uh, I had a chance to meet up with a listener this week what, at Hollywood 31. Yeah, 30, uh, 31. I yeah. <laughs> I know because you didn't go. Hollywood I something. Did. It's at Hollywood 31. Uh, but he was out here with a, a bunch of folks uh, over the weekend and they kind of dwindled off as everyone has to go back home. But I had a chance to have lunch with him and his wife and his, and his brother-in-law. But they were saying that they did uh, Mario Kart races. Uh, over at the link, so it's brilliant. It is, it really is kind of fun, and it was kind of the same thing. It's like you're racing against buddies, and oh, oh, I had to tell you. He, sorry, this is completely unrelated, but it's really good. Access to premium content is available at Patreon.com/360Vegas. A monthly subscription will give you access to the enhanced version of the podcast, often with bonus content, exclusive podcasts like 360 Vintage Vegas, 360 Origins, 360 Vegas Movies. Insider information on all things 360 Vegas, 360 Vegas Vacation, and early access to everything. To subscribe, simply go to patreon.com slash 360Vegas. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Or you can find a link to Patreon on our blog, 360VegasPodcast.com. He told me a new gambling game to do in Vegas. Yeah. Ooh. If, especially if you have a bunch of people staying at the same hotel. Is you go so you go to an elevator bank, right? And you've got six different elevators you're waiting for. When you hit the button to go up, everyone goes and stands in front of the elevator that they think is going to arrive first. If your elevator arrives first, everybody has to give you a dollar. Oh, how cool is that? I love that idea. <laughs> it's like elevator gambling. <laughs> it sounds like he's got a problem. Is what it sounds. It's like. only a buck. Like, oh, we're waiting here. You know what? Ooh, that that gamble. makes that makes the waiting way more fun. Because how oh, many times yeah, have you stood in front of those elevators and you go, "What the fuck is taking so long?" Then it's just it's like building anticipation. It's like, oh, it's going to come is. first. Maybe and maybe if it has like the floor indicators on top and whether it's going up and down, it might not work as well. But if you're just standing. <laughs> In a random elevator bank, and you're like, all right, which one's going to come first? I'm picking this one. I'm picking this one. I love it. I love it. I'm going to tell Jen as soon as we get done podcasting that we have a new fun Isn't way to, to bet each other. Because <laughs> we'll like, do stupid stuff like that. Like, we'll be sitting at a video poker, you know, terminal bar waiting for our cocktails to be delivered to us. And we might bet five bucks on whose cocktail is going to get delivered first. Her, let's just say. Mary, uh, Bloody Mary or my Bacardi diet and we'll right. bet on that so <laughs> sweet. oh she's standing right here hey guess what we got it Karen just said there's a new fun way to, for us to gamble while we're you know not gambling it's stand in front of the elevator that you think is going to show up first <laughs> see Jen likes it I can hear her <laughs> <I love it. laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, yeah, she's not a big fan of the link, so <laughs> surprise, she won't be out for Vegas Vacation Nine. <laughs> but well, I have to, I had to give him credit for that idea, Hollywood at Hollywood Thirty One, because I thought it was a fabulous idea, kind of like Jamie Martinez introduced us to slot races, which we, you know, which we stole to, yeah, we shamelessly really have to make a, and, and make uh, a point to reinforce. Um, we haven't really been playing those lately. No, but it, it's you know, great, great ideas from listeners that we just kind of absorb in and I want to make sure we give them credit so if anyone decides to bet on elevators you can think at Hollywood 31 go ahead what, go ahead and what you you have to say yeah next you, you up, have to start the fucking story the Apache hotel opens no that no my mine my first one was the um was the 360 Vegas Vacation 9 stuff. Yeah. We are in Tony, the new we're section. We're in the new section. Right. Got it. Fair enough. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. What is happening today? We're only on the what second story. What is happening? Story. This is good. I goof. I goof. Wow. <laughs> All right. Next up. 
the Apache Hotel reopens. This fucking week, Binion's is bringing 81 rooms online. The first time the property has had hotel rooms since they were closed in 2009 due to the Great Recession. Wow. Ten years, Ten fucking man. years since they've had any rooms open? That's fucking crazy. The rooms are said to be in the original Apache Hotel section of the property, located on the corner of Fremont and Casino Center Boulevard, where it existed from 1932 until Binion's absorbed it. It will feature vintage-style furnishings, reminiscent of the way that they were, which it, translation is like, these aren't really what they are, but you get the point. Oh they're, they're a new modern version of vintage. Right. I'm, I'm good with that. Like, like you don't like need they'll to put, be comfortable. Yeah, like you don't need to put a two and, TV and, in there. But like, ooh, this is what it was like. Like, I don't like what it was like. <laughs> and and today sized. Right. It's a black and white TV. Right. <laughs> doesn't Half it the feel size of the room? I know. Doesn't it feel old timey? It feels like I'm checking the fuck out and finding another room. <laughs> this is what it feels like. <laughs> no word when the old mint tower will be reopened. Odd considering demand for rooms is apparently significant enough that the property surrounding it, circa downtown Grand and Fremont are in various states of expansion progress that will bring in over 1,000 rooms to downtown. And, and it only occurred to me once I started writing this story, I'm like, they're literally surrounded by them. But wait, only those three projects are only bringing in 1,000 rooms? Yeah. 777 at uh, Circa. Like Circa's only going to have 700 and some odd rooms? Yeah. Jesus, you're on this fucking show. I don't listen to those details. <laughs> yes. Listen to the show. Between, yeah, free, yes. They're bringing That's on several hundred okay. rooms. And they, and how many does Binion's have, like, sitting there dormant? I don't know. It's got to be at least 250, right? 300, something like that. It's not more than that, but okay. That's why I said at least. Next up, Comedy Works opens at the Plaza. This week... Plaza announced that they have partnered with the Comedy Works Club to offer live stand-up every Thursday through Saturday starting in September. The lineup they landed may be one of the most impressive a Vegas comedy club is launched with. See Jimmy Kimmel's lineup. <laughs> the Comedy Works will feature performances by Jim Florentine, September 12th through the 14th, Nick DiPaolo, September 26th through the 28th, Tom Green, who I'm throwing a bone in here, is October 10th through the 12th, <laughs> Jamie Kennedy, November 14th through the 16th, and Tim Meadows, January 9th through the 11th. Those are just some of the names. Tickets start as low as $20. We haven't had, uh, like, a really good place where all the comedians go since the Playboy Comedy Club closed. Well, and I'll be honest, I haven't, I know, know Jimmy Kimmel's club open, but I haven't looked at the lineup. And once your again, little once dig. Once again, we announced on this show the lineup. <laughs> I don't remember. It was unimpressive. Really? Can you rattle them off at the top of your head? You wrote it. Well, not, we talked about it. That's not the point. Yeah, it is the point. <laughs> I know I we talked about it you opening. Know what's funny? Like, about a minute ago, like, as I launched into that, I'm like, you don't remember these either. I'm like, just, right. just go with it. Just Thank go you. with it. <laughs> and then I called you on your bullshit. All right. But no, I, I, I'm guessing. I knew they were unimpressive. I I'm knew guessing that. they weren't names as well known as these because, it, it, you know, your little dig well, kind of right. summed it all up. But yeah, yeah it's interesting In that fairness. the plaza got those down there. Jamie Kennedy, Tim Meadows. Nice. Yes. Yeah. You know, 2001 called. It's like, what the fuck happened to you? Because <laughs> these guys were big names. I, I remember being in college when these names were. Impressive. All right, so maybe maybe Plaza is catering specifically to our and, demographic. Well, and maybe yes. maybe Kimmel has the new guys. That's right. And I Plaza didn't even think has of the that. old so guys. So maybe Kimmel's like, "What are you talking about?" 
I know. Right? I know. Oh, my God. That's the worst part. We got Shecky Green here. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's a fair point, man. Plaza has dialed into our demographic, what we grew up with. <laughs> yeah, they have. All right. Next up. Adelson misses an earnings call. COO Rob Goldstein reassured those on the call that, despite his absence from the second quarter earnings call, 85-year-old Sheldon Adelson, quote, is doing fine and in good spirits, unquote. Oh, anytime they say the spirits, you're like, Ugh. Yeah, right. Or that was his takeaway from a visit to see the ailing sand CEO in Israel just weeks before sure. the earnings call, right? Yeah, go to the motherland yeah, he to went, die. Yeah, he went home. Right? Yeah. Because it's not like if he's trying to get good medical treatment, you're going to do that. Versus the oh, U.S. Versus the U.S. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, I just meant if you want the best, oh, the best oh, medical oh, treatment, hopefully, you're going to stay here. Hopefully <laughs> he's not doing the, the Steve Jobs holistic, like, psh, psh, I don't need to go for cancer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do this holistically. Oh, I shouldn't have done this holistically. Well, it's too fucking late now. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. Oh, sad. He's wailing at that wall right now. <laughs> Goldstein also said that Adelson plans to be a part of the company's next earnings call in October because you have to make future plans. Because otherwise... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. For those of you who do not know, Adelson was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma earlier this year. Sands continues to perform strongly, reporting net revenue of $3.3 billion in the second quarter, just under a 1% increase compared to last year. I'm not rooting for him to die, but I'm like, there's so many signs in that story alone that you're like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, you're hitting right. all the fucking buzzwords. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. It I mean, is, and, but let's be honest. I mean, we all understand at some point in time. He's 85, Yeah, man. exactly. He's a billionaire, man. You fucking Oh, no, his, well yeah. done, his life has been fine, and yeah, it's yes. all that. Yeah, I guess exactly. it, I feel like he's been... A dick sometimes? Yeah, well, maybe, I, but I'm in general... Still, I think he's been one of the one of the nicer um, figureheads in Vegas. I, I've had few issues with when he acts like a dick. You're just kind of like, okay. I mean, I get it. I, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I get why you would be passionate about that or why you'd pounce on somebody for, for doing it a different way. So, yeah. A couple of random thoughts. Number one, when you're a billionaire, health care is not an issue for you. So, right. I, I mean, no disrespect to the amazing country of Israel. I don't know that you go to Israel necessarily. I for, didn't either. <laughs> but my thought is, is you know what's about to come, right? And, 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 and you know, I, I'm Catholic. I'm not a good practicing Catholic, but I'm still a Catholic. And if I were a billionaire, I would also want to die in the Vatican. So I, it's just, you can you do those die things. die in the Vatican? Are you serious? Yeah. I'm afraid well, to go sure. near it. I, my, my, my butthole clinches every time I even think there about it. There is nothing comfortable about the Vatican. If I'm getting close to dying, I, I, wanna, I might do like a Segway tour through it going, thanks, great, got to see all this, that's beautiful. Now take me to the most comfortable, plush, and calming place you could ever find. The Vatican is you, not it. Oh, Karen, you're cute. Second of <laughs> That you're missing the point, though. Like, I, when I die, I want to be nuzzled next to the breast of the Pope, right? Because I'm a billionaire. I should be able to, you know, have that. See, I would, I I would have thought for sure you, you would have hoped to be nuzzled next to a blackjack table. <laughs> yeah, or a bottle well, of whiskey. Well, let's be real honest. When I die, I want to be nuzzled next to a bourbon barrel. <laughs> but <laughs> I assume that's how I'm going to die currently. 
But there's <laughs> there's no version right. of of the Pope in Israel for the it's, Jewish it's people. The, yeah, so. but it's they're going like to the, the mother, yeah the whole city of is the country but, of Israel is is. Right. The, Thank you for bastardizing my joke <laughs> slash poignant point no I was trying to make. It Cameron. made no sense. I, I knew where he was going. Yes. Second of all, second of all, <laughs> I, I also think the fact. <laughs> I know. Just shut up. It makes sense in my bourbon mind. Second of all, I love the fact that, listen, you're right. At some point, you do need to plan for what the next transition is going to be. And I think that that really was the problem with Wynn Resorts. They didn't have a backup plan yeah. if something happened to Steve Wynn, be it natural death or a Me Too death. It was, we're unprepared. And so v Venetian, I think, or Sands is taking a, a page from that and is going forward. I I have nothing to say more about that. <laughs> Next up, thank goodness for everyone listening. Some integrity has moved for Murin. No, no, an integrity move for Murin, as in he did right. something that has integrity to it. Well, you know what? Then put the word "an" in front of it when you want me to read the words on a piece of paper. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I'll always have to apologize. I, I, everything I do is meant for. I think of the blog. Like here's a bullet point. <laughs> After <pub> after publicly voicing concern about the negative impact Las Vegas Raiders Stadium's lack of parking would have on nearby resort parking facilities, South Strip, specifically reducing or eliminating available spots for guests staying at the resorts, Jim Urin informed investors in the latest earnings call that MGM Resorts plans to leverage that traffic by offering pre- and post-game tailgating at the properties specifically Mandalay Bay. Murin admits the company is pivoting from their concern to embrace the opportunity, and this is the integrity move we alluded to. I've never set out to dislike Jim Murin. I don't know him. I don't have an opinion about him personally. What developed my often voiced opinion about him professionally is the year's worth of questionable decisions and the hubris with which he made them. Hopefully, this is an indication that Murin is changing his management style for the better, but most likely this was a diversion from the fact that second quarter earnings declined. Murin did not address rumors by Bloomberg claiming that MGM Resorts is exploring selling their two flagship properties, MGM Grand and Bellagio, but did clarify, once again, that MGM has no interest in acquiring any of the Caesars properties expected to be for sale as soon as new ownership can put a price tag on them. FYI, the projected selling price MGM would get selling MGM Grand and Bellagio is $5 billion. So earlier in the week when this Bloomberg story came out, it was going to be a story in this. And then Murin did this, and I folded that So wait, so, so Bloomberg was saying that MGM wanted to buy some No, no, no. Scissors? Somebody else was saying that, that MGM was going to sell. They were entertaining selling MGM Grand and Bellagio. What? And Bloomberg said, uh, just clarified that... They yes, they still aren't interested in buying anything from El Dorado. I just folded a few stories in there, oh. but it's that it's fucking asinine. Like, first of all, if a CEO doesn't get fired for firing your two fucking flagship properties, I don't give a shit what your financial situation is. For that, selling your two beyond, flagships, yeah, that is fucking beyond idiotic. And five billion dollars? Are you insane? Are you are you Jody Foster just thrown onto a fucking pinball machine? That is insane. 
Five million dollars is nuts. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't think she was insane when she got thrown onto the pinball machine, but okay. Well, no, I was just I was thinking of I was thinking of you. You know yeah. what I didn't get out? You'd be getting fucked. You would. If you, if yes. you sold for $5 billion. That makes so sense. So I got excited in my head, and I was like, you get fucked, and I just jumped right to Jodie so Foster. Welcome <laughs> welcome to my new life, yeah. Mark I has mean, a train of thought, and he just skips over all right? the important details. I was so excited <laughs> to get to the got thing it. I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's no way. $5 billion for, for fucking Bellagio. Right. And the fountains and everything that's there. And for MGM, why would you sell off the property that you are named for? It's, 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 Whoever I, wrote that is an idiot. I can't that's remember the say. story, but I venomously lashed out at them for being clickbait. It's just fucking ridiculous. So, but for I'm the even record, that, that didn't, I don't remember who they that are. didn't come from MGM. That was somebody else speculating that this was what MGM that's was going to do yes, in order it to was buy. from somebody else. From MGM Caesars. didn't even address it. But they did clarify, like, for the record, we're still not interested in buying anything from Caesars. I, which I think makes total sense. Yeah, they got enough. Yes, they do. Oh. I guess let's... No, I was going to okay, say, because right. I did have a thought going back to this. The actual, you know, integrity thing, that he, integrity check that he had. Yeah. Instead of just random people buying parking at your spots, designate them as tailgating spots. Well, because tailgating is fucking huge. I and people, it, yeah. especially from California, will drive in... Yeah. In their crazy decked out motorhomes yeah. and set up shop and tailgate. And especially if they get, because aren't they working on a pedestrian walkway to get them across the street? Or they're no, going it's to? Under. It goes under. The oh, it goes under? Yeah. So, yeah, if you can walk under there from the tailgating session, yes, this is going to be huge. And you're going to make way more money like putting these tailgating spots out there than you ever would for just random parking. Right. So, sorry, I had to go back to the original story because I did think it made oh, sense. Okay. Sorry, Tony. No need to apologize. All right, let's move on to prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Tesla's largest Nevada charging site for its electric cars has opened below the high roller observation wheel. Now, the solar covered spaces, which can accommodate up to 39 vehicles, is said to be it's said to be able to cut users' charging times by down. Mm. <laughs> the bourbon's kicking Jesus in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm good. I got it. I got it. Relax. Here we go. The solar-covered spaces, which can accommodate up to 39 vehicles, is said to be able to cut users' charger time down by 50%. And that's interesting because I have literally no clue how much time it takes a Tesla to charge. I thought that too. Right. No. I didn't know I mean, they needed charged. I was like, ooh, Tesla just, it auto-charges itself. I had no, no idea. that's why you see all these green spaces where you can well, plug your car in. I thought that was for in. other electric cars. No, I didn't every Tesla time, now, it, well, especially here because there's the Tesla factory or whatever not too far. There's a factory and we got a dealership. Well, the dealership, the yeah, but here. literally, I can't even tell you, Tony, how many Teslas we see out here. It's ridiculous. I've seen more Lamborghinis in the year I've lived in Las Vegas, not just rental cars, I mean real ones that have real license plates, right. than I have in my 42 years collectively. But, but we were talking about electric cars. I know, I know, but you were talking about seeing so many, and that occurred to me. That's oh, something that I would have done at the front of the show <laughs> if I remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Sorry, no, no honey, they so all have to be plugged in, yes. Can I ask a clarification question, Mark yeah. and, and Karen, to lesser extent? You mentioned that you can go and you can buy Teslas. How are people buying Teslas in the state of Nevada? 
What do you mean? And it's not a loaded question. I'm, I'm literally asking, the, how do you buy a Tesla vehicle in Nevada? The, the same way you buy a yeah, Tesla buy any anywhere? Yeah. In, in Michigan, and, and hand to God, there's been a lawsuit in Michigan. You cannot buy a Tesla in Michigan unless there is a Tesla dealership. So much like you go and you buy a Ford uh, or a Chevy or a Toyota from a Toyota dealership, well, you cannot buy a Tesla in, in the state of Michigan because there's not an actual Tesla dealership. So, well, yeah, well, there, there is there, a Tesla like, dealership just Tony, down the Yeah, street there's, there's a Tesla dealership 10 minutes from our my house. Ne my neurologist, like I literally turn yeah, just before buy the, the Tesla, Tesla dealer dealership. to go yeah. there. So that's mm. not oh, a problem. So, great. Thanks. That's way to... Thanks, elitists. Yeah, get That's here. That's great. Get Tony, here. Move. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys. I'm trying. Believe me. Move we on, we move get on. stunned all you know the time you could driving do? down the street. You know what you could do? Uh, you could tune into the local news next Wednesday because St. Jude is auctioning off a house here in Nevada as a fundraiser, and they're selling 11,000 tickets for 100 bucks a piece, so you could buy yourself okay. a raffle ticket and right. win a house. Okay, do you guys not have property taxes? Because it's going to be real fun when all of a sudden I lose my house in foreclosure to the Clark the, County. The taxes are not. Sorry, no. Sure. no. Uh, wait, so I, I'm more. Couple things, a couple things I could say with I, that I, statement that I'm, I'm not more, going to. I'm more concerned that you're like, yeah, here's this random house anywhere. I'm like, no, buy, buy us. Fucking buy us. I, but it's a nice house. Thank you. So it's going to be closer thank on you, our Mark. side of the neighborhood. I hear Anyway, Tony, you could take the cash and use it for a down payment on a house by us. Hello. Oh, oh you make good points, Karen. Yeah. Anytime you see Stop. one of those contests where you buy a house oh or you God, win a house or you win a car, read the you don't. the next prop bed. No one cares about the house. Fucking. Uh, Tony did does. you get paid off by St. Jude? Did you get paid off? Is this a commercial? <laughs> and what if it is? It's a great oh. fucking cause. I'm not getting any kickback out of this. So? We have, <laughs> we right. have friends They're that St. Jude benefits. this podcast. Right? Comedian Doug Stanhope claims Caesars Entertainment has blacklisted him for leaving a neg ooh, negative review on Rio. Ugh, negative review of Rio. Hold on. Let's just start that one over. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, we're all having troubles. Don't shake your head at me. You couldn't read through the last story, which you're going to conveniently edit out. I can't fucking stories. No one can. Everyone's derailed. <laughs> that Why isn't Mark high right now? I miss high Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I am right? not. No. He's, he's so less angry. <laughs> I know, right? <sighs> <laughs> Comedian Doug Stanhope claims that Caesars Entertainment has blacklisted him for leaving a negative review of Rio on Yelp and TripAdvisor. Caesars issued a statement that they don't ban people for negative reviews. Stanhope later clarified that the banning may have had something to do with his behavior on property. He is a comedian known for his drunk and belligerent persona. I fucking hate when people tweet like fucking mad when we're in the show. My phone and iPad are blowing up. I literally just <laughs> powered them both off. I'm like, fucking everyone, shut the fuck up. And it has nothing sorry, to do with I'm, the I'm, show. I have a reason for that. I, I've Actually, no, you're not. Every device I have, I'm like, fuck all of you. I'm so fucking, oh, borderline. This, this is not you, Tony. There's a whole other chain of stuff that, that Mark's been copied. Lido Vegas on. reports that Caesars Entertainment corporate employees received. Ooh, well, hold on. This will be good. Yeah, yeah. Settle down. <laughs> Breathe. I hear that he was angry. Breathe. Are you sure you don't want to go like, outside? No, right, right. You can support the show and look cool doing it by purchasing things from our merchandise store, Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. We have shirts, flasks, koozies, 
recreational games, and a ton more. All shirts are available in multiple colors, sizes, and over 150 different styles for men and women. And if you have a request for something you'd like that we don't currently offer, just let us know. If we can do it, we'll create it for you. Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. Vital Vegas reports that Caesars Entertainment corporate employees received a letter this week outlining severance options in preparation for an announcement of position eliminations as a result of the Eldorado merger. I don't think anybody really cares about this if it's upper management. I, I just... I mean, it's disappointing in general. I don't, I don't want to be insensitive I feel bad for them because I've been through that process I and I know how bad it sucks. I agree. I agree. Especially for folks that have been there for a while. And But it's not even just your job. It's like the people that you work with and you care about. And right. just the whole process is fucking... Anyone that's been through a layoff, merger, severance, pro- it just sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if people at Caesars, if you come to visit and people there, whether they're the, you know... The dealers or other folks that you 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 know talk to seem a little down. They're, they're, they might have a reason. Yeah, that's a good point. I never thought of that because like the unions were talking shitty. But like you, none of the people they're fucking letting go are the people you give a shit about. That's I mean the people that are in the casinos running them day to day are not, not the anywhere. ones that are getting let yeah. to go. It let go. It's the people like the management that folks. now have two of each. Right. Yeah. yeah so right. It it, just, yeah, it's it's a bummer, but I get it. It's business. Is it? Do you guys want to talk about how much a severance is a bummer? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Mark, that was sarcastic. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> this girl <laughs> got us here. <laughs> when you play it right, when you plan for it, and you play it right, and it comes up, and you can take advantage of it, it makes sense. <laughs> you, you wait. You wait until the casino is down. And then you, you take advantage of it. Hey, Did I, I rush it? I felt like I rushed it. I felt it. like I rushed no, it. No, come on. That's a line from... <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> All right. The Motley Fool is reporting that the only real difference between the strategy Eldorado has to handle its acquired debt load from the Caesars Entertainment merger versus what Caesars had wanted to do in its, you know, merger heydays is the economic conditions of the future. More specifically... The reason it didn't work out for Caesars, the Great Recession. Right. Well, I'm in, you know, Carl Icahn, so watch your back, Eldorado. <laughs> right. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. Like, so I started to dig into it, based, their basic strategy, and it's the same thing. Yeah. The, the same. So we don't know if it's going to work because the Great Recession hit. So that's what fucks Caesars. Well, and then forced them into bankruptcy that they came out of in 2017. And, the, and then, yeah, and, yeah. they were so weak that then Carl Icahn could come swoop in. in. So right. it's like, you better fucking hope this economy doesn't take a dip because that guy that just hooked you up will fuck you. Oh, We've yeah. We've seen it. If it benefits him, he'll do yeah. it again. Good luck, Eldorado, I guess. Oh, why do I have to read this one? Hello Kitty Cafe opened in the park at New York, New York this week. Because you were going to say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, that's the best part. You didn't have to read it like that, but I, I feel like there's, I, here's my Hello Kitty voice. This, this, uh, located across from the beer house, the cube it's housed in is said to bring all things Hello Kitty to Vegas in addition to craft beverages and sweets. Initial plans are for a six-month setup for the Hello Kitty Cube Cafe. So wait, so is it an actual cafe or it's a fucking cube? Cafe. Hey, well, it's 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 a cube that's it's like it's like a food truck. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, I get it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it, that is weird to me. Like, cause when you say sweets and and alcohol, like typically 
that's one of the problems but you it, have with alcohol is when it, it gets too it sweet. It says craft beverages and sweets. It doesn't necessarily mean it's alcohol and sweets. And well, what, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who crafts a beverage that doesn't have alcohol in it? Uh, yeah, I, I think you. That this would be worth checking out the menu because, again, That's Hello Kitty yeah. is not geared towards adults. Actually, it is Asian adults. I, I lots don't, of them. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Mark. If I had an Asian predilection, I'd just hang out there. Oh, yeah. And be like, they're crazy wants to go. with it. Remember, we saw yeah. that on the um, Toys That Made Us. And they were yeah, on, right? on Netflix. No, they were talking about Hello Kitty, and they're like, it just fucking exploded. And like, I, I still don't get it. I, I, it creeps me out. I don't like That's it. It's weird. It's weird. Radisson Hotels announced a partnership with Treasure Island this week. The Strip Resort will join Radisson Rewards later this year and offer members the ability to earn and redeem points at TI. Every time I see the Radisson, I always think of The Office because there's an episode of The Office where um, Michael's supposed to go to uh, to a Radisson to entertain a big client to try and save them so the company doesn't doesn't get closed. It's a big account. And she's like, okay, so we're going to meet up at the Radisson. He goes, no, 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 I changed it to Chili's. And she was like, you, you had no right to do that. He goes, the Radisson's like, oh, look, I'm doing business at the Radisson. He's like, Chili's is, Chili's is where business is done. He's like, a, 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 a personal, or uh, no, um, the, the Businessman magazine or something like that. She goes, they said that and that? He goes, well, they will. I wrote it in it. <laughs> so, well, I just, every time I hear Radisson, I always think, oh, I'm doing business with the Radisson. Well, and the funny thing is, is the way that you said it, because you're like, the Radisson. And I'm like, it's not it's not that cool. There's nothing cool about the Radisson. <laughs> See, you've been hanging out with Lacey too much, saying rat all the time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that I said Radisson. I think I just, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's definitely the way I heard it. That's how I heard it. That's how you heard it, too? Fair enough. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you, Tony. Portions of Las Vegas Boulevard will be closed overnight next week as construction on the pedestrian bridge by Park MGM has reached the point where crews need to pour concrete for the walkway connecting both sides of the strip. So here's what you need to know. Sections between Tropicana and Harmon will be closed from 11 p.m. to 10 a.m. And the project is expected to be completed and operational around uh, October of this year. Is that a word? Just, you know. There's the bourbon or whiskey or whatever the hell it is. He's, the whiskey, because I know that covers a lot of things. Right. That he's he's drinking is kicking in. <laughs> and kicking it's so in. cute. From it's day so one. cute. <laughs> from, 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 okay, we're ready. It's kicked in. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's more apparent the later we go. It's and enjoyable. it's super cute. The best part is I actually <laughs> text Mark Usually ahead of time to uh, let him know coming yes. in, coming in hot. I know. <laughs> well, when when the schedule changed like two times in an hour, I was like, okay, this is going to be one of those days. So, uh, I came home l- late from dinner. Hey, that's that's you're fine. There's, there's nothing. You know what? You have a life, and you have an awesome wife, I'm and it's Friday. Judged. I'm feeling judged right now, Tony. And it's coming from someone with whose name starts with K, not M. <laughs> I'm not judging. You're so super cute. I love you so I much. Am. You are. Thank you for noticing. All right. That's going to do it for news and prop bets. Can we please hand to God? <laughs> Let's just move into the news. Uh, or, you mean or, coming, or coming attractions? attractions. <laughs> okay, that's true.
upcoming attractions is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Guys, guys, First guys, up, guys can we just can we just start the whole? Sh- can we finally just start the show over? <laughs> oh God, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> it will be worse. You're listening to 360. <laughs> no. Tony, read, read the first one, Tony. Just read the first one. I can't. Do you know? This is such a tongue twister. Even sober me was like, do, I, do I, you want I, me I to won't do get it? through this. I will, I will do nope. this for you. Nope. Is it a I can twister? do this. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Drag Queen Cuisine featuring Derek Barry and Friends featuring drag Britney Spears, Mariah Carey, and more will be in a short-term residency at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay starting this Saturday, July 27th. Also, August 3rd through the 10th. Shows start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $35. You you handled that tongue twister very well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thank you. (laughs) Drag queen cuisine. Who names anything that? Drag queen. That's just... And quite honestly, I have no interest. I don't care if it does say cuisine in there. Yeah, this I don't, does I don't, not sound good. I don't good. need to see somebody who isn't Britney Spears lip syncing. I can just go see Britney Spears. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Leonard Skinner is performing at T-Mobile Arena Friday, August 16th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $40. I thought half that band was dead. It doesn't matter. Does it? I don't know. Or care. All right. George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic are performing at Brooklyn Bowl at Link Sunday, August 18th. Show starts at 6.30 p.m. Tickets start at $40. How old is he now? I don't know, but I think it's another testament to weed. It just, it, you live forever. <laughs> I can't, if it's, so number one, we've never been to Brooklyn Bowl. And number two, I, really I kind of want to go see this. Right? George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic? Right? Fuck yeah. You know what it's like? Just for the it's, hell of it. It's, it's, it's the funk version of Guar. It really is. Right? It would be badass. I completely agree. We might have to put that on the to-do right? list. Okay. Sorry, Tony. That's <laughs> all right. Duran Duran are performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan Saturday and Sunday, September 7th and 8th. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $104. I'd be curious. Wow. To see, I know, right? I think it's because it's a small venue. I, I, I would be interested... To see what their set list looks like. I know you wouldn't be thrilled to go see I, them. But yeah. I think Scott's a big fan. I'll have to team up with Scott. Or Christina. She might be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, either one of them. Knock oh, yourself yeah. out. Uh, the problem For me, I wonder, and I'm... So, for folks that don't know, I live in Michigan. My experience or, or awareness of Duran Duran is being referenced on Modern Family. And so, <laughs> they got referenced, and all of a sudden, at least from my living in the Midwest experiences, they got this weird sort of quasi regeneration because they were being referenced on a remarkably popular so mm. show back in mm. 2007, 2008, 2009. Mm. Is that where they got their um, uh, renaissance no. from? Or have no. they really legitimately been? I hate to I tell you. I think they've been so, away so Tony, for a while. I, I, I think that's why they were. But I think number one, Tony, they were, they were before your age. Well, they're an 80s band, yeah. Right. I mean, that was when Tony would have been younger than us. 80, yeah, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80s new wave. Yeah. I mean, they were the 80s new they wave. They were. They were fucking um, giant. And they had a big comeback in the 90s. Because they had Ordinary World. Yeah, I don't know if it was a big comeback. But they I had, loved they had a They had an album that had multiple singles right. off it, which after not having a single on the charts for, for a decade. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Which I love that those songs, by the way. And then... 
I don't know if they've... I don't think Modern Family is the catalyst for it. I think there, a lot of people just have... I wonder if Duran Duran isn't one of those bands that if I played some of their music for them, like, oh, they do that? Oh, they do that? I think that's entirely possible. Yeah. yeah. And lastly... <laughs> I still haven't seen this. I, so this is a TV show, right? Yeah. Okay. Shit's Creek, up close and personal will be held at the Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan on Saturday, October 19th. Shows start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $49. Right? Like, it's so fucking big that they have a meet and greet? I... Wow. Yeah. It's available for streaming. I think we just need to bite the bullet and be like, what the fuck is up with this show? Well, I'm not going to pay to go see it, but I might stream... No, it's... Oh, yeah, shit. Stream, stream, oh, yeah, not, yeah. No, we're not going to be like... Never seen the show. What's this all about? Isn't um, like $49 to watch it on a big screen? Wait, no, hold on. Isn't Zach Galifianakis in this? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I know there are some names in it. But there's also another show that's got that girl from Phantom of the Opera that I adore. That I uh, whose what, name I can't remember at the moment. Is it like Loser or something? No, it's not that. It's, um, <laughs> I don't think that's it. That no, like it's it. not it. It's, uh, well, I don't know. It's also got William H. Macy in it. You're right. It does. Hmm. She's looking it up. We'll I am. Go move on. I'll come back to it. Don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's move into the river. So we've got two emails. The first one I do believe is directed to you to give a little bit of feedback on. This comes from Jonathan Miller, and he said, was listening to the podcast and heard you mention Sakushi. My wife ate there and loved it. Any thoughts on that, Karen? Um, I have it. And what's really funny when I saw this, I'm like, when, when did I mention this? Uh, so I apologize. It's, it was either, either something throwaway that we said or it might have been he was listening to some of the Nosh audio that Alistair and I had. Have not been there yet. See, I've see, heard why, good things. Why should I be annoyed that she doesn't remember the shit that I write on my show when she doesn't fucking remember the shit she does in her fucking show? Okay, but mine's not a show. Mine is a conversation with a friend. So do you, you do you remember word for word everything you said in every conversation? If I said something like the word Sakushi, yes, I if would. If it's the name of a restaurant, <laughs> no. You, yeah. Well, you would. I so. would. <laughs> the rest of us wouldn't. But no, I I love you know hearing that. Now it, it moved up on my list, so we'll have to give that a try. <laughs> But apparently you've been there. No, 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 no I haven't. Up being able to try sober. No, I haven't been there. He heard us mention it. What I'm trying to figure out is how we mentioned it, and if I mentioned it or Alistair did. My bet is Alistair did. <laughs> which I'm sure he'll when he listens to this, he'll correct it or whatever. I know, I know for a fact I've never eaten there because I would have remembered that. So Tony. Oh, oh wait shit, a minute! Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not there. fair that you get to do that and we can't do that to you. Oh, but he doesn't mind. Oh, that's not. There. I well, agree, of course I don't. In fairness, though, it's entirely possible. Is there a possibility that we mentioned Sakushi that I said I was at? I don't know. Have you ever been there? Have you been what there? What was that? I don't know. What was the name of the sushi place at the Venetian that I told Why you guys that I that Jen and I know? had first lunch at, and then we went over to iHeart Burger? Oh, so maybe maybe this oh. this email was meant for you and not for me. <laughs> That's I even don't better. Know. That's not the name of it, is it, Jonathan? Is it? All right, let's who's, move on. Who's Jonathan? The guy who just okay. emailed us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, so we did also get some listener feedback. 
from Glenn Colshaw. And I think, uh, Tony and Mark, this is directed towards you. He says, just wondering, have you and Tony been to the Whiskey Attic on West Harmon above the freaking frog? 1,200 whiskeys, yum. Wait a minute. I mean, it sounds like we have to now. (laughs) Done and done then. Thanks, Glenn. You put on our radar. So, no, I have never been there. Uh, I have checked out their website. It appears as though, and Glenn, I would love for you to reach out to me at 360 Vegas Tony if I'm incorrect in this assumption. It looks to me from their website that you have to actually sign up for a specific tasting. So you can't just go in and go, "Mm, I'd like to try that bourbon. Mm, That was good. Now I'd like to try mm, that bourbon. Mm, That was good. It sounds to me from this website, you got to go in and you have to sign up for a specific uh, uh, flight that you want to try. So you either want to do a bourbon flight, you want to do a scotch flight, you want to do an around the world whiskey flight. So, you know, a couple of uh, Canadian whiskeys, a couple of Irish whiskeys, a couple of scotch whiskeys, bourbon whiskeys, stuff like that. Uh, and it, But, I mean, again, Mark, you want to go do this? You, you, Nary, will you need to twist my arm to go try it? <laughs> Nary, do I need to wait for you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see how you're going to be, you little bitch. That's going to do it then for episode 308. And Tony's no longer a co-host of this show. Live stream (laughs) Tony, we miss you. (laughs) The 360 Vegas breakup. (laughs) I know, right? I just just love you guys. I can't do it until I'm living in the city. Oh, my God. Could you guys imagine? Yes. Jesus. Yes. Could you imagine a world where... I sit in the same room to podcast yes. with you guys yes. versus yes. doing, you know, Skype with Gillikin for Vegas vacation. Uh, what I do? <laughs> Vice Lounge <laughs> Online. <laughs> because I'm all like, hey, guys, we're we're literally showing up to podcast because we just came from the whiskey attic. Right. Thanks a lot, Glenn. Exactly. <laughs> Have you been here? No, we're going to end the show so we can do it right now. (laughs) Gotta go. Anyway, listen, we really appreciate you listening and downloading. But if you'd like to check out any of the stories that we've talked about on today's show, you can do so. It's on the blog. It's over at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. And you can get 360vegas shirts, mugs, or anything that we can slap a logo on. We'll do that over at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, m- much like Glenn did, and we will mock you slash me at the same time, and, and, please do and so. Jonathan, that is 360VegasPodcast well. at gmail.com. And to be clear, Glenn, we're mocking me, not you. If you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we also have instructions on how to do that as well. That's over at the blog's main page. Wow. Apologize there, Jonathan, for being left out. Tony, where can folks find you? Jonathan, my head's going to be buried in your lap at 360VegasTony. Or just at 360VegasTony. I can't talk. I've got Jonathan's cock in my mouth. I don't know. Oh, my God. That is how you end a show. Karen, where can folks find you? I don't think I want to tell anybody. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. (laughs) 